This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The swing and a high fly ball, deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. What a win for the Athletics, snapping an eight-game losing streak. They defeat the Blue Jays by the final of 5-4. to four. The A's took a 3-0 lead in the first. They saw it disappear in the third, only to tie the game in the fifth and take the lead again in the ninth inning on the home run by Shea Langoliers off the Blue Jays' closer, Jordan Romano. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. I'm Alex Jensen and joined by Johnny Dosko here at the Rogers Center in downtown Toronto. What a win for the Athletics. Wow, Alex. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. We saw a little bit of everything in this game. And, and, and look, Caprillion, you, it cannot go uh, unnoticed. Uh, you got to talk about it. James Caprillion was really good again. And this is a great sign for him and a great sign for the A's. A uh, great sign for Scott Emerson, the pitching uh, staff, and Mike McCarthy, everybody. It's just wonderful to see him go and he made the one mistake to Guerrero but he didn't let it bother him he settled down after that he ends up retiring I think 10 of the last 11 that he faced and uh you gotta love to see that for cap but beyond that some clutch hitting uh Trevor May the leadoff double on the on the bleeder down the line by Guerrero didn't phase him he picks up the save Urseg was lights out uh, Mole was great so look we, we saw some great things pitching wise of course J.J. Blade with the two-run homer um, and some great plays by Tony Kemp. So, so I, I thought overall you saw some great defense, some fine pitching, some clutch hitting. Tony Kemp, also Connor Capel, first game yes. back in the big leagues, uh, makes a great play, throwing out Chapman after after a long single. Chapman trying to go to second base on a ball in the left field corner. That was in the, I believe, the second inning. And then he almost threw out, uh, was it, no, it was Bo Bichette uh, on a double that actually hit the wall. Not only that, but Connor Capel, uh, Scored the uh, the tying run in the fifth inning and also doubled in the seventh. So uh, a nice return for him as well. Yeah, no question. No question. It was just we saw a little bit of everything today and just the, the opportunity to snap this skid. I'm sure just the weight off their shoulders. It just it, they just got to feel so good in that clubhouse right now. There's a celebration going on in the clubhouse. Uh, and uh, it's just, it's great to see for this club because it has been a frustrating eight-game losing streak. It's not like they're getting blown out of games. They lost a ton of one-run games. Games you say, oh, if you got a hit there, you made a pitch there, you're going to win the game. So uh, to get a win like this, I think, is great for everybody. You mentioned James Caprillion, and, and it really continues a, a really good run of A's starting pitching. You go back to the beginning of this road trip and really all the way back to uh, Hogan Harris in the finale of the, of the homestand and going back even a, a few more weeks past that, 
Uh, but the only blip on the radar really is Paul Blackburn, who uh, kind of scattered nine hits over five innings, gave the A's a chance to win in Cleveland, uh, allowing four runs. The starting pitching has been phenomenal. And you mentioned it with Cap. You know, the one bad inning, he didn't let it snowball. He gave his club a chance. He did. He did. You're right. Look, he... He found a way, and and that those are the things the A's have to do. They got to win some more ball games. They, they got to find a way to win some of these games. And yeah, Cap looked good. You're right. The starting pitching as a whole, they have tightened things up over the last four weeks. They really have, and and just they have that kind of friendly competition amongst them, and and you're seeing it. And uh, I just I love the way what the bullpen did today too. I thought the bullpen was lights out. And uh, Urseg, as an eighth-inning guy right now, he has kind of cemented himself in that role. And offensively, uh, J.J. Blade, he was your, uh, before each game, we give each other a pick-to-click. He was your pick-to-click. He hit the, uh, the two-run home run in the first inning, gave the, uh, tied the game in the fifth with a sack fly, and then Shea Langoliers looks like he's starting to get back on track as Something well. Something you said, too, during that at-bat with Blade when he fouled off pitch after pitch and he finally got the sacrifice fly and you said that's one of the better at bats you'll see and you're absolutely right like that that at bat I mean just to fi- find a way to bring him home that's the thing that A's have struggled with if you have a runner on third less than two outs they work on that in BP yeah. all the time yep. and G- and uh, JJ coming through with that big fly ball you've got to find a way and that ended up tying the game and and as you mentioned the A's uh, the A's pitching staff Held the Blue Jays down just two doubles uh, after the uh, after that four-run third inning, the bloop double by Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and uh, in the uh, in the ninth inning, and Trevor May doing a great job pitching out of that. Got a great play from Tony Kemp as well, and the double by Bichette with two outs uh, in the fifth inning. So now let's see if the A's can build on this. I mean, they've yeah. been so close here and there over the last over, during this eight-game losing streak, really. Uh, before yesterday in Cleveland, four straight one-run losses. They're in all these games, and they're getting the pitching. And, you know, I think we saw some signs of life from the offense today, as we mentioned. Well, one good thing, Alex, we know they've been streaky. So, you know, you, yeah. you, you won the seven straight, no you lost the eight straight, now you start a new one. They really haven't gone back and forth with wins, wins and losses very much. So maybe there's a good sign. Maybe they can start to roll again. We'll see. Well, Hogan Harris on the mound tomorrow, yeah. and, and he's been, I mean, we talk about the starting pitching. Arguably, he's been one of the A's best starters over his last three trips through the rotation. Yeah, he's been wonderful since going down to Vegas, coming back up. Uh, he obviously had that that awful uh, major league debut, which actually almost was a blessing in disguise, I think, because he worked on some things down in AAA. Maybe he wouldn't have otherwise. So uh, yeah, that was big. And, and he, ever since he's, he's come back, his second go run in the big leagues, he's been lights out. Great stuff, pal. Let, let's do it again tomorrow. All right, sounds good. Look forward to it. Thanks, Alex. Johnny Dosco here from the Rogers Center in Toronto, where the roof was closed tonight, but the A's get the win over the Blue Jays. The final score, five to four. The A's. Uh, Eight-game losing streak is history, and they finally get to that 20-win mark this season. The A's are now 20-58. and 58. The number is 833-625-2278, 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen. Chris Towns will be along shortly. This is a great win for the Athletics tonight, and again, a little bit of everything for the A's. You saw J.J. Blade with a two-run home run in the uh, in the first inning. A lot of good at bats throughout throughout the uh, throughout this game for the A's. And I'll tell you what, with J.J. Blade and that at bat in the fifth inning, Johnny and I were just talking about it. I loved the three-one the three-one swing that he took. He missed the he missed it. You know, he swung and missed, but it was an aggressive swing. It was a swing that wants to do damage. And that's what he's here to do. And the A's need that in their lineup, especially uh, with Seth Brown 
who's who's been scuffling of, of late and in, in the the batting average down below 200. Uh, you know, he, Seth hit a ball well the other way tonight. Uh, but those are the type of bats the A's need from a guy like J.J. Bleday. Shoot, Carlos Perez came in and hit a ball hard, pinch hitting for Ryan Nota uh, as well against the left-hander Meza. Uh, so you had some of everything in this game. Uh, Jace Peterson with a pair of walks. This was a step in the right direction. There is no doubt about that uh, for the A's offense, which I thought performed well in Cleveland. Uh, the 7-6 loss on Wednesday, the A's had nine hits, hit several balls hard. Uh, you know, I, I thought they hit a lot of balls hard in, uh, in Cleveland on Tuesday as well. Just went 0-8 with runners in scoring position. Uh, and, uh, and the Guardians able to come back late. But again, a step in the right direction, and we talk about seeing results, putting in the work and seeing results. And the A's saw a result tonight against a team that's been really tough at home. The Blue Jays are 19-13 and 13, uh, here at the Rogers Center, and they've been really good also against teams under 500, 17-5, and 17-6 now against uh, teams with less than a 500 record. Really, for the Blue Jays, it's been about their struggles in the division, uh, but we'll get to that as we roll along on this Friday night from Toronto here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. That is 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen. Chris Townsend will be along shortly. We'll take a break and come back with more on the A's Clubhouse Show. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good. But it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. CinnabarHills.com. So Chris Bassett worked into the eighth inning on June the 3rd, and that was the day, of course, his wife went into labor as the pitch is swung on a drive to deep right field. Springer just looks up, and it is gone. A two-run homer for J.J. Blade. It's 2-0 Athletics. Oh, is that ball well struck? So J.J. with his fifth home run, RBIs 9-10. and 10. And you knew off the bat that that ball was going to get out of here. What a shot from Blade. You know that feels good for Blade, who's been grinding. This is A's Clubhouse. Johnny said it. I mean, there is no doubt off the bat for J.J. Blade. Absolutely. You know, it's just a high, towering drive down the right field line. It's, it's, it is really – if you come to – you know, you love baseball, obviously, if you're listening to this show. Next time you come to the ballpark, go catch batting practice and watch the show that some of these guys put on. That ball by J.J. Blade, that was not a cheap one down the right field line. And, again, that is what he is here to do. And, you know, if the A's can unlock him, he's a guy with the prospect pedigree. He was drafted fourth overall. And, uh, boy, if he can get unlocked and really – and he's in a situation right now where the A's can be a little patient with him. I mean, they, they can really run him out there, see what he can do. You don't want to say there's no pressure because you're in the big leagues, but – 
He, again, he's a guy that had the talent to be drafted fourth overall and was brought back for A.J. Puck. And yeah, you know, and also I would say this, Alex, too. Uh, you know, look, he didn't have a great sophomore year at, at Vandy, and junior year he just went on this tear where he had 25 homers. He was one of the best players in the country. So he gets on a roll, and uh, it's all over. And this is what the A's traded for when they traded A.J. Puck. They said, we got an athlete here. We have an athlete that, that can play defense. You saw him in center field. He roamed center field really well. Obviously, Ruiz is your center fielder, but Bladeka played the corner spots. Uh, and he's got that, that big power, and he can hit. I think it's too, he has not been comfortable yet in the big leagues. You know, when he had this t- brief time with Florida, with the Miami Marlins, then he came with the came early on uh, uh, playing for the for the A's. He just never quite got in that zone. But I'll tell you, if he gets consistent at bats, he gets comfortable, look out. I'm glad you stuck around to join me. Yeah, Bosky. why not? Yeah, why, why not? not? Let's talk some ball. Yeah. 833-625-2278. 833-625-2278. The A's defeat the uh, Toronto Blue Jays in the series opener by the final of 5-4, to four, thanks to Shea Langoliers. And he visited with Townie and Dave Stewart right after the ball game. Let's head back out to Toronto to the Rogers Center. Shay, I got to tell you, it has to feel so good. We know you've been struggling a little bit with the bat, but yeah. today in that first at bat, you go the other way, and then of course the big home run. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like you said, I've been been struggling lately, just trying to simplify everything as much as I can at the plate, and um, you know, get get a pitch in the strike zone and, and put my A swing on it. Shay, this is Dave Stewart here uh, with with Caprillion. What what are you finding that's good? That's that's had him turn things around over his last few starts. Yeah, I think um, you know just uh, more conviction in his pitches. He's get, he's gaining confidence every time he goes out there. Um, you know, today the slider was really working. He was really mixing speeds, attacking the strike zone. Um, you know, really just a, just a couple pitches kind of kind of got to him tonight. But overall, I thought he did a great job. You know, you guys had a seven-game winning streak, then an eight-game losing streak, but. You know, you've been so competitive through all those games. Just talk about the fight that's in your guys' clubhouse. Yeah, uh, like you said, seven-game winning streak. Obviously, um, you know, we're building confidence as a team. Um, we're, we're playing good baseball. Um, we're going out there, and like you said, even the, the eight-game losing streak, we're, we're competitive in these games. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're learning. We're taking everything in. Um, and, you know, like just being competitive and being in those close games kind of just gives you that experience. And you come in, you know, to a place like Toronto playing a good team, and you go out there and play good baseball and get some wins. Well, I got to tell you, fantastic night offensively. You called a great game. Go enjoy this victory with your teammates. Awesome. Thanks, guys. The A's have been playing good baseball, Johnny D. I mean, they really have. And for Shea Langoliers to get a hit in that situation, that'll get the confidence going a little bit. But I think he said it. This, this club is confident. They appear confident, even coming to the ballpark every day, you know, with an eight-game losing streak and, and that losing streak building on itself from five to six to seven to eight. It's a confident bunch, and they are playing well. They are, and you know, it's funny. We looked at each other after that jam shot by Vlad Guerrero Jr. Hit you got me. Hit the line, like, right, here we go again, right? Those immortal four words. And uh, Trevor May, give him a ton of credit. He bared down. He battled. He's, you can just He was pitching with a lot of confidence. He has of late. I think his last seven, eight appearances, he has been pitching with a ton of confidence. And you see that swagger back on the mound with, with Trevor May. And that was big. Leadoff double, and he, he, gets, uh, he gets the save and gets out of it, and uh, the A's get the win. Since the start of the A's seven-game winning streak in Pittsburgh, A's, the A's starting rotation in its last 16 games 
has a 3-3-9 ERA. That's third in the American League behind only Tampa Bay and Seattle. It's ahead of the, uh, the White Sox. It's ahead of the Guardians. Uh, it's ahead of the Rangers. So, uh, I mean, it, we, we, you know, we talk about the – and you got to hit. There's no doubt you got to hit. But pitching is what gives you a chance to win every night. That number bears out what we were talking about earlier. It really does, and I love those numbers. I mean, that that that's a great sign right there. And it, you know, especially you got the Yankees coming. You, Yankees are coming to town. Uh, White Sox coming to town. It's Yankees and White Sox, right? That that homestand coming up, I believe. Uh, I know it's I know it's Yankees for sure. I believe it's Chicago. But look, Yankees are they're no joke, and so it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you, you still have confidence with that pitching. Let's see here. It's the it's the Yankees. And the White Sox, yeah. White Sox, Yankees for three starting on Tuesday, and the White Sox in next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But, yeah, that, those two teams coming in, and the White Sox have been struggling a little bit. But uh, keep the pitching going and get on a little run here. A's defeat the Blue Jays 5-4. to four. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. I'm Alex Jensen. This is Johnny Dosko, and uh, Chris Towns will be along shortly. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You know, another key cog during that seven-game winning streak, Johnny, was Jace Peterson. And, you know, he was scuffling coming into play tonight, two for 23, but he gets a hit. He draws two walks, uh, which are big. And, of course, uh, you know, good defense at – at a third base, and he was robbed of a hit by George Springer in the ninth inning ahead of the Langoliers' home run. And, I mean, this is a veteran guy who produces quality at bats. Uh, again, just a key card to kind of keep the line moving in this A's lineup. Yeah, no question about it. And as you said, sometimes those walks can get you going. You, yeah. you, you draw a couple of walks see the like ball that. well. Yes, he's seeing it well, and, you know, he's, he's too good a hitter to be hovering around the 200 mark. And I, I think just a matter of time before he gets rolling here and gets it going like he did in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he certainly did with a 5 for 5 night, yeah. a couple of home runs. Of course, you're not counting on that every single night. Uh, but the fact that he was able to get on base tonight and, again, coming into the game 2 for 23 and you know hit those two bullets in Cleveland where he was robbed of hits and, of course, gets a little nubber down the left field line uh, today. And, uh, and maybe that'll help get them going. Before we continue on on the A's Clubhouse show, let's pause 10 seconds. Station identification. You're listening to A's Cast in the Oakland A's radio network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. A's defeat the Blue Jays 5-4, the number 833-625-2278. I'm Alex Jensen. Chris Townsend coming up next. We'll take a break and coming up more of the A's Clubhouse Show on the Oakland A's Radio Network. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay, Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit mechanicsbank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. We're a family of six, and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family. My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent. From the fuel efficient CRV hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Urset delivers. Here's the pitch. That is Texas swing. He said he went. Third base umpire Shane Livens Parker said he went. And he strikes out the side here in the eighth inning. Outstanding work from Lucas Urseg. And we're through eight complete. It's the A's four and the Blue Jays four. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Yeah, Lucas Urseg has been found money for the Oakland Athletics. He has not given up an earned run now in each of his last eight appearances. He picks up the win tonight. His ERA, 245. 18 innings, he struck out 22. Opponents batting just 182 against him. And the changeup, which the scouts love. The changeup has just been a devastating pitch. Opponents are batting just 111 against that changeup from Lucas Urseg. And... I looked at I looked at Johnny right before that inning, and you know we we really felt like that was going to be a bit of a barometer inning for Lucas Urseg. That top that bottom of the eighth inning, you had the top of the Blue Jays lineup coming up: Springer, Bichette, and Belt, with Vladimir Guerrero looming if anyone reaches in a tie game in front of 35,000. What does Lucas Urseg do? He strikes out the side. I mean, this 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 is a serious building block, P, in my opinion. And I think he really has the stuff and the slow heartbeat, it seems, to get it done in situations like that. And that is that's a big-time pickup for the A's. And for Ken Korak, talk about it. You can kind of build a bullpen out of not nothing, but you can put together a bullpen. He appears to be a very good piece. 
833-625-2278. The A's snap their eight-game losing streak. They defeat the Blue Jays 5-4 on this Friday night in Toronto. And Road Trip Mike, I believe you're north of the border, right? Right, Road Trip? Yes, I am. I am north of the border. They led me across the border. <laughs> Where uh, what, did you get in today or yesterday? Oh, I got in early this morning. I took some time, took a rest, did that, and uh, got ready to cross the border and then put my hands together and prayed that they'd let me across. <laughs> and this is how it went. Okay, everybody knows I love the A's. So don't take this next statement the wrong way. But when I got to the border, I handed my, ma- my passport to the man. He said, what's your uh, destination in Toronto? I said, it's pretty simple. Cleveland swept my A's, and I have to leave the country. <laughs> and he started laughing, handing me my passport, and telling me to get, on, get along the way. Have you, uh, have you had your Tim Hortons yet, road trip? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's your I go-to thought, order at Tim Hortons? Oh, I, I just like a straight-up burger. Straight-up burger? Yeah. My 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 to go to go to is going to um, uh, Gretzky's restaurant and having that burger with the ninety nine posted on it. I like it. I like it. And I might have to join you. Yeah, it, it's a great burger, and if you get a chance, it's a little pricey. But I went to the CN Tower today and had dinner up there. The uh, prime rib was excellent. Okay, that's good intel. Everyone and, listening, uh, CN Tower in Toronto. And I didn't realize that the thing went around while you ate. So you got to get used to that. That's a lot like the Space Needle, right? Yes, it is. You... So I've hit the Space Needle this, this trip. I hit Toronto this trip, uh, the, their CN Tower, and then I hit um, the Willis Tower in Chicago. So you... it's been a tower trip. You were in the building tonight, right, Road Trip? What did you see? What's on your mind? Well, this is my big thing. Guerrero. In the first inning, three off-speed pitches. We struck him out. He didn't look good. Second at bat, the bat, he comes up. We get two off-speed pitches, strikes on him. Why? Why in God's name did we throw him a 92-mile-hour fastball when he has looked so bad on breaking pitches? Yeah, I I can't say I disagree with you, right? You, you paid the price. I do think, road trip, that, that you kind of saw – uh, you know, some of the sequencing and a later at bat to George Springer, right, where he throws him yeah. a couple of sliders and, uh, you know, Springer had struck out on the slider earlier and blew him away with the fastball. So it was obviously a mislocation, right? But you can't make mistakes yeah. to Vladimir Guerrero. Yeah, and, but the thing about Vladimir, he's been struggling all season with that breaking pitch. Yeah. The fans, the fans were yelling at him, please, the guy sitting next to me was begging for a fastball. And then when he got it, he was ecstatic. And I just sat there going, okay, this is going to be a long one. So I had to walk around the stadium and take a, take a few breaths. But you know what? The one thing I say about this team, they're in the games and they don't quit. And you know what? I enjoy going to see them and because they play hard. No matter what the situation is, they go in. Lucas was great tonight. Uh, uh, that, was, that, was just, that, had me, that inning had me concerned. When he blew him away like that, oh, that was that was just amazing. 
I just, I knew we had a chance to win. He's been really impressive. Point. He's been he's been yes, really yes. impressive. Appreciate the phone call, yes. road trip, and we'll 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 see you down the line here in Toronto. Yes, we will. Talk to you soon. All right, sir. Thank you for calling in. Number is 833-625-2278. 833-625-2278. You got to give Caprillion credit. I mean, he made the mistake, and you, you heard from Road Trip, and just looking up the numbers here, and, and uh, boy, Road Trip Mike is absolutely right. On four-seam fastballs, Vladimir Guerrero is batting three fifty-eight with a six twenty-three slugging percentage. Now, he kills fastballs, but on sliders, a two twenty-six average. On change-ups, one eighty-nine. So he has really struggled with the soft stuff this year. But give Caprillion credit because after that home run, as – my partner, John, Johnny Dosco, mentioned Caprillion went on to retire 10 of the next 11 hitters with just the two-out double to Bo Bichette in the fifth inning. I think James really pitched well. I think he really pitched well, and he's continuing what is now a pretty darn good run, and he did it tonight against a pretty good lineup. And let's hear what James Caprillion had to say after the ball game. The streak snapping win. Oh, it feels good. Um... Yeah, like you said, we had a little bit of a losing streak going on, and, um, you know, it's always good to be the starting pitcher who can kind of, you know, lead the guys out of that. So it uh, feels good to be on the win column and, you know, got an opportunity to do tomorrow. Were you out in the dugout watching Chase Homer, or were you back in here? I was back in here, yeah. What was that like for you kind of watching? Exciting, man. Um, I had a feeling, I don't know, Shay's been working, and I, you know, called my shot early, and I said at some point today Shay's going to hit a home run, and... Came late in the game against a good closer, so uh, you know excited for him to uh, to get that thing back on track and and see the ball jump off the bat the way it did. It's a big home run. How did you feel about your own outing today? I think I did okay. Um, you know, I thought I attacked guys well, um, throwing a lot of strikes, which is good. It's important. Walks were down, which is great. Strikeouts were up, but you know, uh, I'm a little disappointed in in little, you know that pitch to Vladdy. Um, put a great swing on it and. I think uh, I got to do a better job of making a, a better decision on the pitch I'm throwing there. You know, I felt like uh, I felt like it was the wrong pitch, and that's on me. And just how it goes. So, wish I could take that one back and, and you know throw something else. Do you know what you would have thrown? Yeah, I would have thrown a slider. Hey, it was but working for you today. It was working. So, you know, I think uh, I was trying to abuse that outer outer edge with a lot of those guys with the slider today, and and, and run that fastball there too, and and. Um, you know, change speeds well, and, um, you know, I made a mistake there, and I paid for it. Pretty close with Matt Chapman when he gets tagged at second there on the one. Did you lean over and say anything to him as he's jogging off? The no. I don't, talk, I don't talk to the guys between the lines usually. Just quickly on that, what about Connor's play in the outfield today? It was a great throw. Um, did a great job of, of getting that thing in, and, and uh, obviously the tag was there, so that's huge. Anytime guys get a knock off us and, and – uh, you know, we have action like that, and guys make a good throw. You know, those are the small details that, that you know, you take pride in. And um, it was great to see Connor make an impact, especially on his first day back. Yeah, Cap was great. Cap was great. Connor Capel with the plays in the outfield. Townie, what'd you think? Well, mentioning Connor Capel, I, I, I've always liked him. Now, I want to say this: he's not going to be a star player. But not everybody can be a star player. But what you need is solid guys that you can rely on. And to me, Connor Capel can be that guy. He came up and hit real well last year for the A's. 
spring training. It's not. It's we we've never really seen where so, a, a commitment to say Connor, you're going to play because tonight yeah. sh- tonight showed everything. Right tonight shows he's pretty good on defense. He throws pretty well. He runs well. We know he's got a little bit of pop. We know he can hit. I mean, he's not going to be a superstar player. Everybody's always looking for superstar players. Not all nine of your players are going to be superstar players. You need some guys who just show up and give you good performances and are solid. And to me, if Connor Capel is given that opportunity, you might find an everyday solid guy. I don't know if he can be that guy, but we're also not going to know if you never give him the shot. And I don't know if he's ever been really been given the legit shot to be that guy. And now with Ramon Laureano out with the bad hand, might be that time. Well, he's another guy, Townie, that can play all three outfield positions, mainly the corners. But, I mean, you saw the throw he made. It's not just that, you know, he can hit a little bit. You know, I mean, he owns – I mean, it's only 50 games, but he owns a 281 career average. Yeah. Uh, he puts the bat on the ball. I like his approach. He's got a 355 on base. And, it's again, it's a small sample size. But that 50 games kind of gives the, the league a chance to adjust to him. And we've seen what he's able to do in the outfield. You're right. He's, he's a solid guy. He's a solid. He's a big leaguer. I think he's a big leaguer based on the way that he plays the outfield. At least to this point, I agree with you. He, is, he has proven that he at least deserves the shot to prove that he can stick. And I think about James Caprillion. You know, it was just the really one bad pitch. Yeah. Uh, to Vladimir Guerrero. I mean, he wasn't as sharp as tonight. But if you're going to – I mean, just – Alex, you look at the last two nights – J.P. Sears, eight strikeouts, one walk. James Caprillion tonight, eight strikeouts, one walk. You start looking at the numbers, the last 17 games for the starters, last 17 games for the bullpen, uh, the numbers are pretty darn good. The pitching has been giving you an, has been giving you an opportunity. It's can you hit a little bit. And really, it's the kids tonight. It's J.J. Bleday with the two-run shot in the first. It's Shea Langoliers with the home run in the ninth. I think really that base hit in the first inning where he goes the other way probably helps him into the rest of the game. I know after that he pulled two balls and two 5-4-3 double plays. But, you know, it's the young guys that that prevailed tonight. And I got to think, I don't know if you got to see it, but just the, the, the emotion after the game in the dugout, the way everybody's shaking hands, it, there's a sense of relief, but it also is whether you've won the seven straight or you've lost eight straight, you've basically been competitive in all these games. They've been working hard. They've been competitive. And uh, maybe just another a, a good weekend here against the Toronto Blue Jays, come back, take the day off, and have the Yankees. At least you've set yourself up for something good this weekend in Canada. Well, you've said it before, Townie, too. Like, I, I really believe, at least since when I've seen this team, it's not like they've been playing bad baseball during that eight-game losing streak. They've been playing some pretty good baseball. They haven't gotten a big hit, and I know the offense has kind of been a bit of a roller coaster ride. Pitching has given them a chance to win, and, you know, tonight they were able to get enough offense, obviously, but it's about seeing results. You have to see results for the confidence to kind of take off. I know you've talked about that before, and tonight the A's got a result, and they played a good good ball game. They saw a a, a pretty darn explosive offense come back and take the lead after a big first inning, and they hung in there, and they were able to come back and get a result, and those results are so important when you're talking about building for the future with young players. Yeah, you, you know, this is like a, a two-prong win. 
So you saw the young players. You like that. You see it. And then also you're playing in the now. You do have to play this season, and you do got to find some wins out here this year. And you're starting to see, like you look at the bullpen. Look what Ursig is starting to that become. Guy, he, oh, man. Right? I mean, you, you know you, you know, Sammy's spin rate's going to give you something that's really good. And then, you know, Trevor May is, when, when the Athletics signed him, and for his price, you expected something. You expected a veteran or reliever who could come in and be the guy, if not be the closer, if there was games to close. I think you're seeing tonight. Maul, Ursig, May, we're starting to see certain guys that Mark Kotze can really count on. Zach Jackson's on the 60-day IL. He's not going to be around here any soon, anytime soon. Danny Jimenez, who knows? You're starting to see certain guys that Mark Kotze can trust. So two-prong win. You had the young guys that you want to see get better for the future, and you're starting to see for the now, hey, who are some guys that can help win some games and entertain us? And we may get a look, Townie, as well, pretty soon at Freddie Tarnock, who came over in the yeah. uh, in the Sean Murphy deal. I know he started in Vegas. Uh, it was either last night or two nights ago. But you know, people talk about his power arm, and you you know you mentioned you know the the emergence of Urseg is key because this is a guy I really felt like tonight, Townie, was a barometer game for him. Uh, you know, a tie game in, in front of 35,000 uh, in, in the bottom of the eighth inning. You're facing the top of one of the best lineups in the American League. You made it look easy. I mean, didn't you have a 92-mile-an-hour changeup when you were at St. Mary's? Yeah, of course. It was just bad luck. You know, the scouts never saw me. That's what That was the problem. Yeah, mine was only 91. <laughs> My changeup was – I mean, I just – I'm like, 92-mile-an-hour changeup? I almost felt like he threw it a little too much. He was showing it too much. But, I mean, that, that to me, you're starting to see with his confidence. I mean, knowing that, and it's great, he's a local kid, kid from San Jose. But to, knowing that he was a position player turned pitcher, it's kind of got the Trevor Hoffman thing to it. But you're starting to see that kind of confidence with that fastball and the changeup. You know, if Trevor May continues to throw the ball well, we've been joking, Alex, on Ace Cast Live and also on this show that uh, – Essentially, we're playing flip this house. Like, we're always thinking about how we flip certain guys getting ready for the future. If Trevor May continues to throw the ball well, we actually have a long way until the trading deadline. Even though it's going to come quick, I mean, you've got a month. It's not till August 1st. So, Trevor May throws the ball here well for the next couple weeks. Veteran guy. He's gotten over the anxiety, depression that he had early. Uh, if he throws the ball well, he might be somebody that the A's can move because there's going to be some des- There's going to be way more buyers than sellers. There's not a lot of sellers. Uh, if May can continue to throw the ball well, maybe you got something there to 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 flip there before the deadline. It is a seller's and Ursic market. And takes over if he yep. keeps throwing well as then the closer. I would love to see it. I mean, if, if it comes down to that, I would love. And teams are always looking for bullpen help at the deadline, as you mentioned, a seller's market. Let's, uh, let's take a break on the A's Clubhouse Show and back with more right after this. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ for me or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. 
Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. This is Pretection. Yep, Pretection. The everyday skin protection ritual that protects your skin from mosquitoes. Pre barbecue. Pre playground. Pre everything. Pre every day. Prevention is the best protection. This summer, make sure you have Off, the number one dermatologist recommended repellent brand. SC Johnson, a family company. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. There's the 2-1 pitch from Caprillion. That swung on, line drive, base hit down the left field line. Cable over to get it, rounding first. Chapman digging for two. The throw to second base on one hop, and they get him at second. What a throw by Cable. A perfect one-hop strike to Tony Kemp. And Chapman kind of gave a look from second base. Like, you got to be kidding me you got to that so quickly. Perfect throw from Cable on one up, and Kemp was just waiting for him. And the number 833-625-2278. The A's snapped their eight-game losing streak with a 5-4 victory over the Toronto Blue Jays here at the Rogers Center. Alex Jensen along with Chris Townsend. Townie, it's been a pleasure, sir, and uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. By the way, can I ask you one quick basketball question? Hit me with it. You got your bracketology in front of you? Now, since you are my uh, <laughs> resident college basketball expert, as you are the fabulous voice of St. Mary's basketball, uh, Warriors select a guy from Santa Clara. Yeah. I'm just, I'm like, uh, really? Santa Clara? I mean, Santa Clara? I mean, who well, is this guy? Brandon Pajemski. He actually transferred to Santa Clara from Illinois. And he can do a little. He's got a. Pre, he's got an NBA game. He's a big guard. He's. I mean, they put him in ball screens. Uh, good passer. Good shooters. Has a good feel for the game. I mean, Santa Clara had a lottery pick last year, Townie. Jalen Williams with the Thunder, and uh, I think I believe he was on one of the All Rookie teams. So he had a great rookie year. So Herb Sendek's doing stuff down there, man. I mean, I hate to say it as a St. Mary's guy, but he's doing a great job. I was about to say, if it's not a Gale <laughs> or a Zag, I'm not sure about it coming out of the WCC. I'm just saying. I think Pepperdine had a guy drafted last Don't night too. Don't be talking to me about Lewis. Loyola or the Toreros. I, I, if it's not, it's not St. Mary's or, or a Zag. It worries me. 
I'm with you, man. I'm with you. We'll see how it goes. I, again, I think he could be a rotation piece for the Warriors right away, just based on his size, his feel for the game. We'll see how well he defends. But, um, yeah, I think I, he's an NBA player for sure. By the way, 10:25 East Coast time in Toronto. Uh, things are just getting started in that wonderful city. Go have a good time. Thank you, sir. I will, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you. The great Alex Jensen join us right here on the Ace Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. The pitching. The pitching has just, it's just eased a lot of concern for me. I don't know about you guys. It just, it, 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 it makes me feel, but I, I was cringing. I literally was cringing watching these games at the start of the year. Like, how can you have a pitching staff that has a over-7 ERA, the starters over-7, the bullpen over-7? It's all historic bad stuff. And it was so different from the other 29 teams. That's the whole thing that was really scary that I didn't want to highlight night after night after night, but that was really the scary thing is that, you know, they're bad. Well, there's a lot of people of bad pitching over the years, but this is historically bad. This is bad from a standpoint of the other 29 teams, you're not even close to them. Really, really hard to believe it could be that bad. Well, the last 17 games, I haven't I haven't done the numbers. I just I came over – right from uh, A's post-game live. But just picture this. Going into today, the starters had a 3-3-9 ERA last 16 games. Bullpen a 3-2-0 ERA the last 15 games. So numbers went down. Not, not so much for the starters ERA, but the bullpen ERA. I mean, this bullpen, no runs. They're not giving up runs. You lowered your bullpen ERA the last 16 games. I'll have all those numbers for you again tomorrow once we crunch them all at the end of the night. But pitching has made you competitive. And isn't that what we wanted? Isn't that really what we wanted? I mean, you know what the we, – we, we get it what this year is. When you came into this game at 19 and 58 – I mean, at this point, what you want to see is competitive baseball. Give us a reason to care. Give us a reason to watch. You won seven games and you lost eight games. But the one constant, other than that blowout inning uh, yesterday, is they've been close games. Two runs or less, one run. I mean, they've been really close games. Compete. And now you're just hoping. You're just hoping. At some point, we are getting closer to, all right, we're going to let the young guys play. And I know Connor Capel is not what you're going to think as a traditional young guy. You want to go super young. But Connor Capel, 26 years old, he just needs a shot. Can he be, can Connor Capel be a guy that you put in the lineup, especially against right handed pitching, and you know that he's going to give you a solid at bat? He's going to play good defense. He can steal a bag. He can throw a little bit. He can do – he's a good guy, good, solid guy. 
Not everybody has to be a superstar, and not everybody's going to be a superstar. You win with having good, solid guys who bring consistency to your team. Don't you like? It's like anything else in life. A coworker that you know. You know who they are. You know that when you show up every single day, that guy, that gal, they produce. They may not be the best coworker you've ever had before, but you know they're good, and they show up, and they're consistent. Those people are good for the company. They're good for business. That's how I see Connor Capel. If I had to explain who he is, he's that guy or gal that you work with, that they're consistent, they're good, and they make the company better. Are they the most star employee of all time? Are they getting employee of the month every month? No. But they're good. And you're lucky to have him. That's how I see Connor Capel. Give the kid a shot. Let him play. I talked about it in spring training. I talked about it. Give somebody some constant at-bats and let him see. J.J. Bladé, I've been saying, I don't care what the numbers are. Let him play. Let's see what he's got. He was a fourth overall pick. Clearly, he's got some talent. And he shows you today with a two-run shot and a sack fly. Let him play. And we start thinking about, okay, what should the outfield be? Well, you know, there's a problem with Seth Brown. I'm sorry. Seth Brown's not hitting. It's just, and it's and it's rough to watch. He's in a buck 84. 0 for 4 again. As much as you love Brownie, it's like, well, Ruiz is going to play. Ruiz hits. And he's got to learn how to play center field. And he's got to learn how to play this game. Ruiz is going to play. Blade. Needs to play. And if you're going to have Connor Capel here, play him. Let's see what he's got. But you want to play Rooker? You haven't seen enough of Rooker? Rooker last 33 games is betting a buck 73. 44 strikeouts and a 533 OPS in the last 33 games. You haven't seen enough? Let's go. Let's get out to the phones at 833-625-2278. Let's go to Kenny in Portland. Kenny, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, what is going on? Feeling good today. Yeah, winning's a lot better, isn't it? It is, man. Last was an eight-game losing streak. That was painful. Right after that seven-game win streak, I thought we was, we was in motion, and then Stuff like that happens. And, I mean, all the games, what makes it that much more painful is all the games are so close to one-score games. And then last night was a close one, too, or should I say yesterday morning, I think it was. And then, I mean, the air, the bad throw to second base, then you got – then you just it just started falling apart. It was crazy. But enough about the bad. More about today. Shout-out to Shea Langoliers making it happen, Captain. That was, that was a relief. I mean, he's been struggling out there. I've heard you saying it uh, – we got uh, Cody over there saying it, too, like, where is Soderstrom? Are we going to hear about him? Are we going to see him? And then, you know, good to see some some results from Shea Langoliers. Yes, and, you know, Soderstrom for me is, is a different topic because I don't want to see Soderstrom catch. Why not? not? Just because we already have Shea there, or is there something else? It has nothing to do with Langoliers. If I'm being told how strong his bat is, and I'm to believe that he is going to be a force for years to come, I don't want to sit. I don't want to sit him behind the plate getting his getting his body beat up every game. If 
he's going to yeah. be a middle-of-the-order run producer, then I, I, I need to find him a position where he's not taking balls off his mask, off his face, getting hit in the head, getting hit in the hands, getting hit in the, uh, squatting all game long, his back hurts, his legs hurts, his head, no, no, no. To me, if you're going to have a prime-time offensive player and that's what we think Tyler Soderstrom is going to be, I need to move him away from catcher, whatever that position is going to be. Is it first base? Is it outfield? Whatever it is, it's not behind the dish. It has nothing to do with Langley. We could have the, – the A's could have zero catching prospects whatsoever, and I'd be saying the same thing, right? If you think this guy is the next Jason Giambi, you need to allow him – to hit every day at a position and a position where he's not going to beat up his body. Hey, that makes sense. I feel that completely. I mean, it worked for um, old school JD. Wasn't he a catcher? And then they throw him at third base and look at him go, former MVP. I mean, correct. Think, 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 think of, yeah, that, that, exactly. When, when Josh Donaldson first came up, he came up actually in Toronto. I think it was 2010, played like three games. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like three games and then vanished back to the minor leagues and didn't come back later until he was a third baseman when Scott Sizemore got hurt. I think at Craig Biggio, there's plenty of guys that have been offensive players. Like Mike Piazza, what would Mike Piazza's numbers been in his career if he would have played something else? Like why waste an offensive talent behind the dish? Hey, thank you for the phone call. The number is 833-625-2278. Yeah, to me, Soderstrom... I'm not – and maybe if you wanted to bring him up to catch this year, I, I, I just – to me, why if – if you believe he's going to be that special, why would you leave him behind home plate? Guys just get abused. They get abused. You want this guy to be fresh. You want him to play a position. And, you know, Ryan Noda, I don't know – You'd have to ask the front office, but has Noda what he's done so far? He had a base hit off the wall tonight, you know, sporting that 803 OPS, his ability to walk. Now, you just need, he's got to cut down on the strikeouts, but he's very good defensively. I mean, has Ryan Noda kind of changed that? Now, we had Fran Reardon on, the manager of the Aviators, on A's Cast Live this week, and I asked him, can Sodi play other positions? I know he played some shortstop in high school. Everybody talks how athletic he is. You know he can play first base. Can he play the outfield? And Fran Reardon said, of course he can. All right. Great. If he can play outfield, I'm all in. Stick him out and left. I just don't want I just don't want a guy that I'm hoping, you know. I'm hoping that when this team starts to get out of the darkness and into the light and you got some mashers in your lineup, we're not talking about a guy being a catcher. Catchers get hurt. Catching's a brutal position. Let's go to George and Daly City. George, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, speaking of consistency, I'm your consistent caller. I love it. How are you? I'm doing good, and congratulations on the A's 20th victory. Feels good, doesn't it? It just makes me think of all these guys 
that told that made bet. I got a bunch of steak dinners out there right now. I just need victories, baby. Every single time I get a victory, I get that All closer. Right. I'm inching closer because before I, they they were right when they were calling and ragging me. It wasn't looking good. But that mm-hmm. seven-game winning streak, another win tonight, take two out of three in this series, hell, if not sweep, I'm getting closer. Rome wasn't built in How the day. How many wins do you need, County? I need 50. Oh, you can get 50. You can get 50. I need 50. It's possible. I need 50. County, there's two things I want to talk about, but you can pick which one. It's up to you. You're the leader of the band here. One uh, I know you've been around some important and interesting people that you've been interviewing. You have a mic around them. So th- we can go in that direction, or we can talk about Pacific Rim interesting free agency stuff. It's up to you. So we can either talk about me or Japanese baseball players is what you're saying? Exactly. Enough it's going to about- come back to you anyway, Tony. I mean, it will come back to me. Just I'll, 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 i rather, if you got a guy for me, I'm in. But, like, what uh-huh. question would you be asking me about guys I've interviewed? Like, what? Uh, let's do this one. Okay. Because uh, recently you had a mic around Dave Stewart. And also recently you had a mic around Scott Emerson. So I'm just kind of curious about two questions with you interviewing those two guys. And you didn't mention it. But what have they mentioned about Fujinami in general? And the second question is, who – told Fujinami to get rid of that ugly Frankenstein wind-up wind up, and put him in the stretch because that really changed everything since, like, seven, eight games ago. Who's going to get the credit for that? Uh, that's going to be Scott Emerson, and that's going to be just trying to simplify. You're trying to simplify mechanics. Yeah, and, that and, move was smart. Yeah, it's simplifying mechanics. And you know what? I'll be working with Dave Stewart tomorrow. I will. I will – uh, set a reminder for myself just for you, since you are a consistent Please. caller. I will get a Thank scouting you. report on what Dave Stewart feels about Shintaro Fujinami. Uh, what does he think? What is it? How does he improve? What would Dave, the pitching? Because remember, Dave was a pitching coach. What? What? What will? What will? What would Dave, the pitching coach, do with Shintaro? And what does he really think his future is? I will have a full. Shintaro yes. Fujinami, it's like yes. I got I got, I got like a book report to do tomorrow. I will have that for you in the post. I got to do. Uh, I will. I, nice. I, I'm doing NBC again tomorrow, so I will mm-hmm. have it for you in the second half of the clubhouse show tomorrow. Nice. I will have a nice. full-on report from the great right. Dave Stewart. All right, all right, and also, Tony, watch out on Sunday. There's going to be a very decent pitcher who changes gears, and he's pitching really good right now for the uh, Blue Jays. You know who I'm talking about, right? On Sunday. Uh, I have not looked ahead to Sunday. It's uh, Kikuchi Yusei. He plays oh, yeah, for the yeah, Big yeah, Lions yeah. in Japan. He's yeah, yeah. very good. He, he, he changes gears. He got his act together. He's throwing at 100%, 110% right now, but – I really want to see that matchup with the A's and Kikuchi Yusei on Sunday. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, who do we got going? I'm ready. Yeah, Kikuchi's 6-2 and two with a 3.97 ERA. Uh, oh, got start. Medina yeah. going. So you got Medina against uh, Kikuchi on Sunday. Tomorrow, tomorrow's a good one, too. Tomorrow's a good one, too, between 
Jose Barrios, who's thrown the ball, and I know his last start against Miami wasn't great, but Jose Barrios yeah. has been better, and Hogan Harris has been lights out Harris since he's good. been called back. Yeah. yeah. But I wonder if uh, Scott Everson could put uh, Fujinami in on Sunday as a cushion intro opener just to uh, piss off uh, Kuchi. Control the controllables. <laughs> okay, okay. That's Scott All Emerson. Right. You want answers? Scott Emerson has the answers for you right there. All right. Okay. Thank you, George. Thank tomorrow, you, George, I will have a report for you tomorrow. Thank you so much. And I'll call back with the Pacific Rim uh, free agent that's out there who just hit the market. All right. Well, that is, uh, I, anticipation, I can't wait. I think you already know who he is, but all I, you have to do is Google him. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm not. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to Google anything. I'll wait till you tell me tomorrow. I'll call back today. <laughs> All right. See Thank you, Tony. George in Daly City. We will have a Dave Stewart, Shintaro Fujinami update tomorrow. I mean, God, would love to see Fuji fixed. I'd love to see it. Guy throws 100 miles an hour. I mean, when he's on, his stuff is electric. That's the question. How how do you get consistency from somebody like that? Isn't that what we hear every night in baseball? Oh, if this guy just figures it out, because now everybody throws hard. This isn't like the random guy that throws 100 that's, you know, that you'd see every once in a while back in the day. They all do it now. Everybody throws hard. But the majority of guys, they can't throw strikes on a consistent basis. They can't. Their secondary pitches are not consistent. They're just not consistent. Minor league throwers, not major league pitchers. It's Scott Emerson, the pitching coach for the A's. He says it all the time. You know what's so interesting? And tomorrow's Saturday, so Johnny Johnny D, I believe, is still doing the radio. He'll have Scott Emerson. Scott Emerson tells you everything you need to know. Like, if you wonder how things are going, he'll tell you. It's kind of cryptic, but he lets you know exactly how he feels. Like when he starts talking to guys or he starts talking about certain guys and he says, I don't want minor league throwers. I want major league pitchers. What Scott is telling you is the truth. Now, we hear people, I don't know whether they just don't understand or they don't want to criticize or they just like talking in cliches. But you hear people say, ah, he's a minor league guy. You know, he's got to come up here and learn how to pitch. No, 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 no. That whole thing, learning, you hear that all the time. It's, it's, can you pitch or are you just a thrower? Are you just a rear back and let it go and you're just hoping to blow up by the guy? Is that what you are? Do you really know how to pitch? Do you know how to, do you know how to read hitters? Can you look at scouting reports? Can you look at hitters' weaknesses? Can you take your strengths and utilize them to take apart hitters' weaknesses. Can you do that on a consistent basis? Do you know your own stuff? Do you trust your stuff? Or do you just get up there and say, I'm going to throw it as hard as I can, and good luck? 
and I got this slider I've been working on, and sometimes it's nasty, and sometimes I don't know if it's going to be in the dirt. I don't know if it's going to be way outside. I mean, can you throw your strikeout pitch? Can you throw it when you need it to strike a guy out? Do you have that kind of confidence? I'm seeing that in Ursig. I mean, I said this on Ace Cast Live earlier today, and I'll say it again now. I don't know how many of you are really watching every single game. I get it. The team is 20 and 58. I get it. But if you are and you're really watching, you saw Ursig tonight. He's throwing his a 92-mile-an-hour changeup. He had no problem throwing it on a 3-2 count. That's pitching. That's not a thrower. He's a guy that throws really hard, but he's pitching. Guys who are just throwers and don't always know where it's going and just trying to blow you away, they're not throwing 3-2 change-ups. They're not throwing 3-2 breaking balls. They're not doing that because they don't have the confidence. Lots of guys throw hard, but do they know what they're doing with that weapon, the ability to throw at that kind of velocity? Most guys don't. You gotta and 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 just because they've been in the minor leagues or they're now in the big league, they're not gonna learn. It's not who they are. Scott Emerson tells you all the time, I need big league pitchers, not minor league throwers. It's all kinds of guys in the minor leagues who throw hard and they don't know where it's going. Yaxel Rios, the guy we saw yesterday. What was the sky report? Throws hard, doesn't know where it's going. What happened in the game yesterday? Throws hard, doesn't know where it's going. What happened? Well, if you watched the game yesterday, you saw what happened. All righty, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I liked, in the end, you had to like James Caprelli and start. Love seeing Blade drive in runs, playing center field too. Connor Capel coming up and doing it defensively, doing it offensively. There was a lot of good in this game. I think there's no question about it. Let's see. Who do we got next? Coming up, let's hear from Shea Langoliers. And Shea talked after this game. Also, Mark Kotze. That's all coming your way, and we'll get you ready for tomorrow's action right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval we are right in the middle of major season on the pga tour hey those guys are good but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at cinnabar hills golf club just a short drive south of fast-paced silicon valley the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill not only golf but cinnabar hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event learn more at cinnabarhills.com cinnabarhills.com 
Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. See the best fireworks in the Bay Area on Friday, June 30th. Come celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, showcasing the genre's rich history and global impact of a fireworks show featuring a mix of the best hits from hip-hop legends. After your A's take on the Chicago White Sox, Enjoy the best view as you head down to the field for this one-of-a-kind hip-hop fireworks experience presented by Lagunitas Brewing Company. Tickets start at just $10 and are available at athletics.com slash tickets. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations like time in the sun at the beach or time in the sun riding roller coasters. Or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu, and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. 
Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Gas mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Shortstop Wade shaded up the middle of the 3-1 pitch. That swung out a fly ball to left foot. This should do it. Capel under it. He makes the catch, and the A's have snapped their eight-game losing streak, and they win one here in Toronto, 5-4. 5-4 the final. The A's with the victory. This is A's Clubhouse. I don't care. It feels a hell of a lot better than losing. Right? Five to four win, quality game. Love seeing it. Win the series, take the day off Monday. Got the Yankees in town, then the White Sox. Things even out. In a long season, even bad teams win games and have streaks. You've seen one, why not see some more? You could tell after the game, and if you heard earlier today on A's Cast Live, or you can download it now, athletics.com slash A's Cast, or watch it on the A's YouTube channel. We have this week's Mark Kotze show out there. And it's tough. When you're the leader of the ship and this thing's and you're grinding every single day, you could tell after this game, there's a little pep in the step of Mark Kotze. Here he is in the postgame. I put that chair in here just for you. Thanks. Uh-huh. Mark, just on Shea's home run there in the ninth, what did you see in that at bat? You know, Shea had a great night. Um, you know, it started with really his first at bat. Um, you know, we've been working a lot. He's been working a lot on, on his approach and his swing. And, you know, he hasn't had a lot of success or reward from that, um, you know, over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, it was good to see him hit a ball down the right field line. Um, and then, obviously, in that last that bat, he got a pitch that he could hit out of the ballpark up and, and took a great swing. And, and uh, you know, uh, the rest is history. What have been the focuses of his approach in his swing lately? You know, I think he's just he's been under the baseball a little bit, um, you know. And, uh, you know, we're trying to you know get him direct to the ball. And I think he's worked really hard. And I think tonight was just the uh, product of, of that hard work paying off. Been a rough stretch because obviously, what does it mean to get this one tonight? Well, that's a great win. You know, we've uh, we've lost quite a few one-run games, and uh, you know, we talked about that prior to the game tonight with the group. Um, you know, tonight's uh, a reflection of, of kind of taking care of the details in the game, the play that Capel made uh, to throw Chapman out. That that's something that we've we you know been stressing. Just you know, get the outs, secure the outs that we need to secure. Uh, don't give away away uh, you know outs on the bases and uh, so I think tonight you saw a team that, that took care of the fundamentals and and uh, had a great job um, you know with runners in scoring position um, getting runs in you talked before the game about kind of stacking the lefties there to get to Bassett how did you feel like that went no I thought the uh, I thought the guys came out of the gate obviously take good you know, really good at bats in the first inning, put up a couple runs. Uh, Bass settled in, as he always does, though. Uh, we knew that, you know, the competitor in him, uh, you know. And so I think the lineup worked out great tonight. And, uh, you know, we got our pinch hit opportunity uh, with Perez. He just missed the ball to center. And, um, you know, overall, I thought that bats were great. And then on James on the mound, what did you see from him? 
You know, James made one mistake uh, trying to go up above the zone with a fastball on Vlad. And, uh, you know, obviously Vlad took advantage of it. Um, but outside of that, I think he had eight strikeouts, uh, six innings against this lineup, um, and gave us a chance to win. That's all you ask from your starter. What did you like about Trevor pushing through in the ninth there after the lead-up double? Yeah, you know, um, he easily could have unraveled, and he kept his composure, um, went right back out and, uh, you know, challenged Chappie. Chappie took a great swing, and, you know, that's a break, a line drive that goes out of defender that we haven't had lately. Um, so getting that out was, was huge, and uh, finishing off the inning for Trev, it was a nice night. Just quickly on Bassett, you spoke beforehand. You, you've done a lot of knowledge of him, obviously. What's it like when he's out there as a competitor, you don't see it a lot, but it's a chance to see that guy. In the you, ju you just know you're in a dogfight. And uh, getting a couple of runs on him early, you saw you know, velocity ticked up, the 96, the second inning, the slide step. You know, I know that frustrated him that, that Tony took off and, and stole the base. His uh, time went down to 1-1, one, 1-2, one, one, so he was going to take care of the running game. You know, this guy's a student of the game. He's, he's a competitor, like I said, and uh, you always know you're going to be in a dogfight when he's on the mound. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Thank you very much. much. Yep. He's a competitor. Everybody's a competitor. A uh, couple things about the Toronto Blue Jays. Chris Bassett has not been great at home. Chris Bassett has not been good now in their losses when he starts. Now, he did not factor in this game, but going into the night, seven starts that were lost when he was the starter. And he – so, let's see. 0-5 with a 10.05 ERA in the seven starts Toronto has lost this year. So, in the seven starts that they've lost that he's pitched, 0-5 with a 10.05 ERA. Now, when the starts that they've won – the eight starts they've won with him on the mound, he's 7-0 with a 0.94. All over the place, right? All over the place. I mean, you want to talk about feast or famine. And one more on Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman won for four tonight. Had the base hit and then was thrown out by Connor Capel. Remember, Matt Chapman ended the first month, April, with a batting average of 372. Now, obviously, that's really high, and it's going to come down. But with his one, uh, one for four, he is now hitting 269. In a month and a half, he's dropped 100 points. Now, he got off that quick start. We had some people who were kind of coming after us on A's cast where we've talked about going, this is who he is. And he's not the guy that I, I – mean, I'm glad he didn't sign the long-term contract. I, I'll, I'll always be on record going, if there was anybody I wanted to see sign long-term, that was Matt Olson. But he got out to that hot start, and, you know, everybody from The Athletic to ESPN to MLB.com, they've got to put out articles. They've got to put out content. What are they all saying? Oh, look at the guys who are going to be free agents, and Matt Chapman was one of the guys going to cash in. What do you think Matt Chapman, after starting the first month, 372, what that average will be by the end of the year? 
I know with the A's, he never started out at 372. But I can go over it real quick. Let me just bring it up. And I like Matt Chapman as a guy. I also want to be on record for that. I've always liked Matt Chapman. But look at these averages. I mean, he had the two in 2018 when he hit 278. That's when you're like, wow. Guy's going to be something. 249, 232, 210, 229. I mean, in the prime of his career, age 27, 28, 29, he's gone 232, 210, and 229. That's the prime of his career. Like, what do you think he's going to be by the end of July? Hell, what if the blue? What if he continues to slide like this? What if the Blue Jays trading? Nobody brings that up. I mean, the more he keeps dropping, you're going to remember. Man, he was in 372. He's now dropped 120. Now 130. I mean, if he gets down below two, if he gets around 230, which that's kind of what he's been the last three years, 230 and below. If he starts out at 372 and ends up at 230. And all these people, the first month, were talking about he could break the bank in free agency. I wouldn't bet the house on that one. All righty. Let's see the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Banks. Uh, it was Boston beating the Chicago White Sox 3-1. to Milwaukee on top of Cleveland 7-1. to Texas a final in 10 over the Yankees. Philly beat the Mets 5-1. to one. Mets, once again, highest payroll in the history of baseball. They're 34-41. and 41. Pittsburgh ends their losing streak, and they down the Marlins 3-1. The game everybody's going to be talking about tonight, when you, get to, uh, when you get to the highlight shows, Ellie De La Cruz, the super phenom for Cincinnati, Hits for the cycle in a wild, wild game. And the Reds have now won 12 in a row as they beat the Atlanta Braves, one of the best teams in baseball, 11-10. 12 in a row. Frank Robinson, the great Hall of Famer, was 21 years old playing for the Reds the last time that happened. Oh, by the way, last time something happened? De La Cruz hitting for the cycle. The last Cincinnati Red to, to hit for the cycle. You got to go back to 1989. The great Eric Davis. Eric the Red. The last Cincinnati Red to hit for the cycle. This kid, 21 years old. Electric. Minnesota over Detroit 4-1. Tampa smokes Kansas City 11-1. Games in progress. In the third, down the street from where I'm at right now, Giants lead the D-backs 2-1. to one. Top of the fourth, Astros and Dodgers 2-2 at Dodger Stadium. San Diego leads Washington 7-0 in the, going into the sixth. Angels lead the Rockies 4-3 at Coors Field, top of the eighth. Seattle taking it to the Orioles 6-1. At Camden Yards, that's in the top of the eighth inning. What's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. All righty. Jose Barrios 
so far in the month of June, two and one with a 3.04 ERA. Uh, got beat up in his last start. Will be pitching for Miami. Excuse me, against Miami was his last start. Will be pitching for the Blue Jays. Overall, he's seven and five with a 3.64 ERA. Hogan Harris. Ever since he got called up again from AAA in five games, two and one with a 2.57 ERA. Those are your two starters, Harris and Barrios. We are going to have first pitch for you at 107. And A's total access brought to you by Chevron will be at 1225. Alex Jensen will be your host. I'll be hosting A's pregame live with Dave Stewart tomorrow on NBC Sports California. I will join you in the postgame show after the game, but Alex Jensen will get you ready for the game. Eno Saris, our national baseball columnist from The Athletic, will stop by. We'll do Around the Miners. Gil Patterson with Russ Langer and Scott Emerson will join Johnny D. Getting you fired up for A's baseball, 12-25, first pitch 107. The main thing, losing streak, over. The eight-game skid, over. A's with the win tonight, 5-4. to four. Give Caprellian some love. How about Ersig some love? Blade, Capel, and, of course, Shea Langoliers. Five to four winners. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night, and we'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast in the A's Radio Network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 